The Loud Spot podcast uses adult humor and adult language in its broadcast. It may be unsuitable for younger audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we are idiots. Please don't take anything. We say offensive or the heart. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Loud Spot. We got a great show for you guys tonight. On the second half of the show, we do have a band called Unveil the Strength. Hopefully they come on. We got it with Matt Snell, who is was the original bass player from a band called Five Finger Death Punch, who everyone that listens to this show probably knows who Five Finger Death Punch is. This show is brought to you by this particular episode by Ink Nation, a tattoo convention that Don and myself are throwing. Sam's now involved. It's going to be here in Oklahoma City. What, what Sam? <laughs> I was going to say you, you, that I was forced into. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> February 23rd through 25th, downtown OKC. Sam, play that clip before we get into our next segment. That's crazy that Taylor Swift like, put that guy, Travis Kelsey, on the map. Like, he literally what? blew up now. What are you talking about? That guy, Travis Kelsey, that's dating Taylor Swift. She blew him up. She blew him up? What yeah. does that even mean? Like, no one knew who he was before. What? Are you, you're kidding me, right? No. You're kidding? No. Him and that, his friend, um, Mahomes, that waved to her. Oh, my God. Like Patrick Mahomes? I get you, you don't understand how the world works, but Travis Kelsey... And Patrick Mahomes are probably the best quarterback tight end duo in the history of football. But no one knew who they were until Taylor Swift went to their game. In your world, no one knew who they were. He won two Super Bowls, and he is literally going to be in the Hall of Fame for being one of the best tight ends that play this game. Yeah, but I'm just saying, until Taylor Swift, no one knew who they were. Jane, I can't even talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that that is apparently a trend that is on TikTok. Yeah. I've seen a lot of them videos and a lot of them I can tell that the wives are messing with them because they're yeah. actual football watchers. But that one right there, that woman, she does not look like she watches football a day in her life and I would actually think that she sincerely thinks that Taylor Swift, you know, made him popular for that game, which is yeah. No, I don't think she sincerely thought that. I think it was a she I, seriously zoned out. You saw that she yeah, just all acting. She's not okay. It's a trend I've, people are doing. I've seen a lot of them, and you can tell that the wives are messing with them because you can hear them laugh. But the best one I seen was actually this black man, and uh he was doing something in his yard and he like got irate and she's snickering because she, she of course watches football with him, you know, and it's later said that, but boy howdy, he got mad as a hornet. Boy howdy. Boy, yeah, where the heck did that come? Boy, how did, did she get mad? Yeah, you know what's the, 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 from, the funny? Are you from the South or something? You, you would think. You. I'm born and raised in Oklahoma. I get made fun of no matter where I live on how I talk. Who knows? Yep. I'm just different. The problem I have with this whole ordeal is that my gut tells me PR stunt, right? My gut tells me that. This is a whole PR stunt um, because we all know that she's a big Philadelphia Eagles fan. 
big not anymore team. not anymore she's not doing you think it's a pr stunt when they're she smashing converted. <laughs> she converted sebastian you know how many people <laughs> smashed when they're doing pr stunts like almost <laughs> all of them. here's the conspiracy theory that that travis kelsey and taylor swift's pr teams have got together they they said okay he's got to pick three games he's got to pick three games he's got to sit out because of a knee injury we'll call it a knee injury and one of those being a a a playoff game and the other one being if they make it to the super bowl and face their and face philadelphia eagles again because who are who's a three and oh team right now i'm just saying just not not the chiefs not not (laughs) philadelphia eagles yeah i know that's why i said not the chiefs yeah well the chiefs can bounce back look at their division so yeah, no, I know. I'm just, I, I don't think it's a PR stunt. I will say this, PR, though. PR stunt. I will say this. Travis Kelsey did gain a 21% boost on his Instagram. It was about 550,000. He, he got all those. Now, now, here's the thing that he's a 400% like a, increase in uh, uh, jersey sales. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so, here's the deal is. Chief, Taylor Swift fans might now become Chiefs fans, okay? But I don't think any Chiefs fans have been converted to Taylor. Maybe a couple, but I, like the players on the team, maybe that got to meet her now. But I don't. And in, in, in the grand scheme, I don't think Taylor Swift gained any new followers. No, like it because, just benefits him. It just benefits Travis Kelsey. Yeah. If he breaks her heart. I feel sorry for that song coming out. That song is going to be number one, right? Because if you think about it, what what when is the Grammys? Oh, at the end of January. At the end of January. So it's going to be okay. So so if it it is a PR stunt, we will find out by January. By January, because then they break up. She has a new song, new hit. It's about Travis Kelsey. Not going to say his name of the song. She's got to release it in December, otherwise it can't be counted for. Right, right. So so they're going to break up early December, end of November, enough time for her to get a song, put it out there and release it to the world. That's right. And then he plays the Super Bowl <laughs> we'll and they lose because he's heartbroken on top of that. <laughs> dude, if, if, dude, if they break up and then his game starts suffering from heartache and distress because of Taylor Swift, she, Chiefs fans are not going to like her anymore. But, They're going right. to so, no. Travis Kelsey has been a player in this game for a long time as far as like with the ladies. We'll put it that way. He's dated some very notable ladies in this mm-hmm. in, in the music industry and in the acting industry. So I don't think it's going to matter whether she breaks up with him or not. I there's a part of me. Okay, so I laugh but internally. But this is blown up way bigger though. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, but it is. I laugh internally because I how do we say this on in, in, in nice terms on the radio? Um, she looks like a very poor, boring person in the bedroom uh, <laughs> activities. You would go there. You don't think Taylor Swift does the anal? You, you think she's I vanilla? Think, I she's think vanilla. she's very vanilla. I think she's missionary <laughs> vanilla. And then, you know, doesn't vocalize anything in the bedroom. So that, that's just me personally. I know that's not necessarily true. I don't know if, if any of this is true, but and, and <laughs> no, we are, know you don't know. She may have, are, she may have the innocent look and, you know, just be a yeah. real big freak. You never know. 
That, that's right. She just might be. Uh -huh. I doubt it. Not, not all I women who look innocent are vanilla. I think I think her mom has to sign off on every bedroom activity before <laughs> she does anything. So. Let's go into Blink-182s. They have a new song out called One More Time. Let's jam that right now, right here on The Loud Spot. Strangers, from strangers into brothers, from brothers into strangers once again. We saw the whole world, but I couldn't see the meaning. I couldn't even recognize my friends. Different right now feels the same. I wonder why. I wish they told us it shouldn't take a sickness or airplanes falling out the sky. Do I have to die to hear you miss me? Do I have to die to hear you say goodbye? I don't want to. It still hurts even after all these years And I know that next time Ain't always gonna happen I gotta say I love you while we're here Do I have to die to hear you miss me? Do I have to die to hear you say goodbye? You know, on this show, we normally talk rock music and rock news and 
other topics. We don't really get into hip hop too much, but I did find it interesting that Eminem, he's been rapping for 30 years. That's three de- three decades of Eminem. It's been that long. It's making me feel old. Well, uh, if you look at the top charting music acts of all time, this is going across all genres of music, rock, country, hip hop, Everything okay, blues, whatever, polka. That's that's a genre. That's a genre. Eminem hit just knocked out Led Zeppelin in the top 10 spot of best selling artist of all time. So Led Zeppelin was there. Now Eminem is sitting there and he has 207 million plus. And this is between streams, albums, singles across all countries. It takes that long. Somebody was saying, you know, well, Jelly Roll's probably right behind him. I'm like, I doubt Jelly Roll's I even in the that. top 100 because it takes a long time to build and sell that many albums. That's insane. But out of all the people that are going right now, I have to say that Jelly Roll might actually be the oh, one. Oh, you're the one, huh? You're the one over here with Jelly Roll. No. No, I'm I, just I, saying I, I could I'm see sorry. him staying around for 30 years just like Eminem and staying relevant because he is just that popular right now. And that's yeah, how Eminem die of a heart how, attack. Well, uh, but that's how Eminem was whenever he came out. I mean, he just skyrocketed and he just stayed up there that whole time. And, you know, nobody knows the future. I, I, know, but I, know, I, I know you're a big it, Jelly Roll fan. I, it, I get it. it, it here, here's why I don't think Jelly Roll will All ever right. hit that status. I, no one asked you. Okay. I was trying to. I don't care. I'm, I'm, okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I'll tell you why I don't think he'll ever hit that status. All right, hold on. Here's the here's the deal with Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll is the is the flavor of the month right now, and if he, as long as he can keep you know going across from rap, hip hop to country and back and forth, he'll be okay. But the actual thing about uh, the shelf life of all artists these days after 2010 is very, very nil. Like you, there's uh, other than anyone before 2010. Yes. But anyone after 2010, no, I don't, I'm sorry. I just, I just don't see jelly roll, but and Eminem, as long as he comes out with more music, if he doesn't come out with more music, he'll be surpassed too. Just like Michael Jackson did just like everyone else did. Uh, you know, actually, Michael Jackson, we got I got news on him as, as well that follows this. So I think you're actually wrong, Sam, and it's actually factually you're wrong. But I will say this, though, about Jelly Roll and why I don't think he'll ever hit the top 10. And it's only and for my reason only thinking Eminem got famous when he was in his 20s. OK, right. Jelly Roll is what, 40 yeah, he's our Ish. age. So that means 30 years, he's going to be 70. I don't think people are going to be listening to him like they do Eminem, because Eminem is still relevant today at 50. In 10 years, Jelly Roll is going to be 50. So And and Eminem, and there's no way Jelly Roll is even bigger than Eminem was. Oh, he is bigger. He, he is bigger. Than Jelly Roll is? Yeah, bigger. <laughs> he's oh, big. Physically, physically, physically. <laughs> so... Back to your thing, Sam. We're going to get to the Michael Jackson thing, but I have, there's only four rap artists that have hit the top 100 music acts of all time. There's four of them. Do you know who they are? One of them's obviously Eminem. Right. Okay. Do you know who the other three are? Snoop Dogg. No. Snoop Dogg. Dr. Dre. 
No. What? Tupac. Yep, yep. Tupac, I said Tupac, Tupac first. Tupac is. I didn't the hear last, that. Is, Tupac is probably the weakest of the other three, but he's sitting there. He got 84, killed. 84 million <laughs> sales. 84 million sales is where Tupac's Which reminds yep. me, they just finally put someone in jail for his murder. So oh. they did? Yep. They just finally. The guy that the was riding that they always with them. thought. Well, the guy that was riding with them killed him. Well, the other car. So he released a book and he's talked about being in the other car that shot them up. So, yeah, he boasted and got caught. A and what I, I guess he thought uh, the statute of limitations was out for it. No. And he thought no. he was safe. I, 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 I don't I think don't there's know. statute of limitations for murder. I think yeah, I think uh, <laughs> murder is just, it's just forever. Uh, it's forever. You, you could you could 90 years later if you're still alive, you're going to jail if they catch All right, it. So we got Tupac. We have yep. Eminem. The yep. The other two, I'll just say it is Drake it, at uh 120 million sales. I know, I know, I know. He's uh, not and, and, and so Drake's yeah, number 41, exactly. Eminem's 10, Drake's 41, Tupac's number 73, and at number 61 with 89 98 million sales is Kanye West. Oh okay. my god! I wouldn't think Drake or Kanye would be on the list. To be honest with you, I, I would not have thought that at all. I mean, if you well, just take a credit card and buy fifty grand worth of uh, <laughs> worth of album sales every year, you could probably stay on the top. With, I mean, Takashi well, Six Nine showed us that. So yeah, <laughs> is he even relevant anymore? No, no, just for last time he got big, it's because he got right. jumped like in a bathroom somewhere. I think yeah, in a gym. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, at the gym. Yeah, about them at the gym. Okay, now Sam, to go to your Michael Jackson thing, there are, I have the first, I have the top five best-selling okay. music acts of all time. Okay, all right. who do you think number one is? Well, Michael Jackson, obviously. No, it's not Michael Jackson. Prince. But he didn't get. I don't think he got surpassed either, though. Remember, this I is think in the world. I think in the world, world. it's not, it's not Prince. I don't know. I I don't have number six, seven, eight, or nine. All I have is one through five and then 10. And then the other rap guys. Okay. So number one, which I'm not surprised by is the Beatles. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Beatles at 388 million um, sales worldwide. Number, number two though, is Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Okay. You know, it, it's so funny, and the reason why so, Michael Jackson still sells is because uh, he's still he is so big on the world scale. Like mm-hmm. in other countries, he's still selling out, and it's like, yeah, he's dead, everybody. So you can keep listening to his music, but he's gone, and they're, they're gonna. They're gonna keep I got I got to correct myself because Beatles actually had four hundred twenty three million. Michael Jackson's at three hundred thirty eight million. So that's a big that's a big difference in the millions. Oh. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, number three, which I'm not surprised is in the top three, Elvis Presley. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, with yeah. 279 million. Number four, I'm surprised by this queen. Queen, huh? Queen at 279 I, yeah. million sales. Yeah. And then number five, it does not surprise me either. Um, we're going to go with Madonna at number five. Yeah. Well, yeah. Notice how it's not Jelly Roll, Don. <laughs> yeah, well, he's new. I mean, he's been doing music for a long time, though. Yeah, he, he has. Yeah. He's he's new in the in the as far. And as he was skinny culture. whenever he first started. I do know that. <laughs> was he? I didn't. Yes. Know he was. He was? Yes. yes. Uh, 
I mean, yes. He's probably doing a lot of drugs, though. Then he quit doing the drugs and got all huge. <laughs> Look, at the end of the day, Jelly he got Roll. Happy. He met Jelly Roll and got or happy. Bunny. Jelly Roll or Bunny, if you're listening, or any of the management team, we love Jelly Roll here uh, on this thing. We would love, love to have him on. He 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 won't come on because he's so busy. We got it because I've already gotten the answer back from his PR team. Like we're too busy. You're nobody. Go away. You know, kind of thing. <laughs> Just kidding. But <laughs> but we would love to have Jelly Roll. But the thing is, is we we want something new out of him. We you know we heard this. We've he's heard about to release a new one. No, I'm talking about the backstory, silly. Oh, okay. Not the music. We will get the okay. music. The music. <laughs> the music's gonna be there, but. You know the backstory. You know, hopefully, he maybe he him and Bun. Wait, is Bunny fertile? Uh, I don't think so. I think she's got all her parts taken out. So, how do you know that? Is that like <laughs> people talk about on the news? Like, yeah. How do you know? Are you sitting there googling? Can Bunny Jelly Roll's wife get pregnant? Is that what? Is that like, <laughs> that like what you do late at night? Let's take a quick music break. And then we're going to Don's subject. We're going to talk about Ozzy Osbourne. Let's go into Garzy featuring Kellen Quinn of Sleeping With Sirens. This song is called... Shirt on. I got the shirt on. This song's <laughs> called Mess. Let's jam. Oh, you... let's jam it right now. Right now, we are joined a little early by Mark Wolf, who's in a band called Unveil the Strength. He's going to join us in conversation until Matt Snell comes on later on in the show, who's also with the band. 
But right now, Dawn has a topic that she wants to discuss about Ozzy Osbourne. Hold so on. What be is before what? we do, we're, we're going to just let the viewers know who are listening to us in audio format. When Matt does come on, he's going to be noted. He's going to be called Mark Snail, and we're going to call uh, Mark Wolf Matt Matt Wolf. Wolf. That way, there we're going to just keep messing with it. That way, there see if Matt gets mad at us. That you know, that's <laughs> what we're trying that's, to do. that's that's and what we that, talked that, about backstage. We're going to die. We're going to we're going to die. Mark out right here, right now. He's the here one he that brought this up. Be called. Well, he's not here yet, so yeah, he is. He's right there. Yeah, he is. He's right there. Son of a bitch. He's waving. He can hear us. I didn't hear the ding. <laughs> All right. Well, we we might as well let Mark Snell in. All right. Mark Snell is here with Matt Wolf. On, on the well, I, well, I guess I'm not the only guy drinking right now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we we done messed it. We done messed it up. Before we get to the interview with un, with unveil the strength, let's go ahead and Don take it away with your Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't stop this laughing conversation because this ain't a laughing matter with Ozzy. I mean, I'm an '80s baby, so you know I'm a fan of Ozzy, but. Um, he, uh, he had, of course, everybody knows that he had that serious fall in 2019 on top of his Parkinson's. So he had to stop touring and everything cancel shows that he already had booked for surgery. Um, and he's actually not going out like that. He is going to go out the way he wants to, and that is performing. And, uh, they actually have him quoted, uh, for three years, he half bought myself into the fact that my performance career was over. And then after he had his first surgery, he decided that he was going to start writing a new album. And um, he's about to have another surgery. And he says, no matter how that goes, he's still doing his writing. If you think about yeah. it, his performance in general is him running you know, back and forth on the stage and he could do this from a chair. I mean, well, it, no, cause his, his last performance, he actually had to have somebody come out and stand next to him to hold him up because it, it was that bad of an injury. And plus Parkinson's. I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with it. I am because my grandfather had it. I mean, it, it's debilitating. And so it, it's very hard for you to even have the stamina to stand for any length of time. Getting to the point of he could be in a chair like freaking Foo Fighters. <laughs> well, Ozzy could get away with it because, you know, I think he's people would still come and see him. Yeah, yeah. He'd have, to have he a really cool, he'd really have to have a really cool throne. Do you think that a lot of these older guys, like Alice Cooper is also going back on tour. He announced a 2023-2024 tour. He's like 75. What, what's that band that we just, we talked about a few podcasts ago, the Rolling Stones. Rolling Stones. Uh, they're, they're back doing, uh, they're going to go on tour to promote their new song and album. Do you think that these older guys, you know, you hear midlife crisis, right? People have a midlife crisis. That's normally at the age of 40. <laughs> there, there you go. There you go. Matt, Matt's waving his hand over there. Go, Matt, what's your opinion on this? Go ahead. One does not talk ill of the Godfathers. Oh, we're not, <laughs> okay. we're not talking. We're not talking we're ill. All, but we're all, here. we're all here because of them. That's true. They can do yeah. as long as they can still perform to their best. God bless them. Let, let them do it. But do you, I'm buying it. 
do you do you think though going back to uh we'll talk shit about anybody actually we you know what no we'll talk shit about anybody at the end of the day I, I don't think that it is a midlife crisis for Ozzy per se. I oh. think it's because he sees everybody that was, you know, popular around his up and coming are still performing. And he kind of feels, you know, like taken down because his disease and everything. And he doesn't want to go out like that. He'd rather go out on stage singing, well, doing what he loves. It keeps you going, plain and simple. Like if you stop, yeah. you stop. Like yeah. I'm never stopping. Like I already have my retirement plan. It's going to be Mark and I in like Oahu playing Jimmy Buffett covers in ugly. Yeah. there you go. Shoes. And like we'll barely be able to pull it off. It'll be hysterical, and we'll be giggling. <laughs> about it. And everyone else will be like, "Oh, this is a great show. These guys are amazing." I'm like, "Yeah, you're fucking seven mai tais in." Like, you know, <laughs> Sebastian, you got that next song loaded up by any chance? I, I do. It is. We're going to get to the band interview right after this. Let's go ahead and play Seven Dust. Their new song's called Superficial Drug.
All right, now we are officially joined by Mark Wolf and Matt Snell. I swear, I almost said Mark Snell and, and Matt Wolf again for some reason. And you know, they're two M names that start with four letters, and and even your last names both have five letters each. So I know it sounds, easy, like, it sounds like a confused, confused girl leaving a La Quinta in the morning. <laughs> Just Eminem. We'll call him Eminem. <laughs> No comment, I, but I, I have seen a couple of those. <laughs> the band is from, I, I thought you guys were from Texas, but according to the earlier conversations behind the scenes, I guess, Matt, you're over in the Lake Tahoe area. Is that right? Near there? Yes, yeah, I'm in Reno. I'm as far out of Reno as you can get before you're in Tahoe. Oh, right yeah. on, man. Oh, yeah. just in Shasta. I'm, that's kind of far. Though. That's a little bit north. That's, or south. Is it north? No, it's south. Yeah, yeah it's north. South. Anyways, Matt Snell was the Matt, Matt was the original bass player from 2005 2010 for a band called Five Finger Death Punch, who everybody who? knows. Um, yeah, I don't know who those guys. Are. Never you never heard, heard of them? them? Yeah. Okay, they're, they're I mean, all I right. I live in Vegas, but no one he hears of those. Guys. Actually, Sebastian's not a fan of Five Finger Death Punch. He's not. He's actually that not. is true. I that's <laughs> one of the only band so I'm not have, a big fan of. It's, you have face that isn't only in your mind. Thanks for calling me out, Don. I was about to say it was my favorite band when you were in it, Matt. But in fact, I quit listening to them after you left the band. I was like, Thank no, you. if Matt's not in it, fuck them. I quit. I quit listening to them. I'll, yeah. I'll buy that's that. not true. That's, <laughs> that's full of whole horse hockey. He's never listened to them. He barely listens to and I, know, I don't know if Mark, okay, I'm sure Mark's in other bands too. also. I don't know. That was not included in my email that I got no. anything about Mark. So all my questions I have are for Matt, but you know, what? we're going to switch it up. I'm going to add living things and making things up on the spot. So, uh, the band yeah, started band in 2018. I'm going to started maybe first album came out in 2018, six songs released. I think so far and over 40 million streams on Spotify. That is absolutely Amazing. crazy. Did you expect that kind of commercial success when the band first got together, to, that question goes to either one of you. Yes. Yeah, they paid for it. Come on, Matt. Confident. No, we did not pay for it. No, um, no, we don't. We don't. We don't do that at all. I actually, um, to be perfectly honest with you, I actually took a Joey Sturgis course on how to market your music through Spotify, where I literally nice. create spreadsheets yep. and send every curator an email to pitch a song. And I'll lock myself in my room for weeks at a time. It's kind of maddening, to be honest with you. And um, and that's kind of how that happened. Um, it just boom, 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 boom. Um, but it, but it's interesting that you bring up the point of of buying, uh, you know, listeners or buying spins. I mean, it happens, yeah. it's it's not an industry secret. Even the majors yeah. do it. Anyone well, that says that they don't is is you're lying to yeah. yourself. And I yeah, always find it interesting that Spotify will ridicule or pick on the small guy that chooses to do it when all their major label artists are all doing the same damn thing. I'm just going to call it for what it is. We haven't done it. We don't, I, I don't have the money to pay anybody yeah. to play my music, bro. True. I'm too, I'm too cheap to do that. So I'd rather pay money to Joey Sturgis and learn his course. And I, I can teach you guys if you want to learn it. Um, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not selfish with that knowledge, but, but it was absolutely a lot of hard work. And uh, a long yeah. time, like that didn't happen overnight. Like you're talking 2018 all the way into the pandemic. 
and we're in mm. 23 and now we got those spins. That stuff started a long time ago. Just no one's paying attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. walk yeah. quietly, carry a big stick. That goes a long way. Yeah, we had a little we two year pause in there that kind of made us go, okay, should we release music? And a lot of bands chose yeah. to write. And so we were in the middle of releasing and we chose to maybe let's just hold off a little bit and see how this plays out. And, but would uh, it be re- would it releasing music during the pandemic make more sense because people are at home listening to music? You you no. would think so, no. but every single thing that occupied everything, every single thing that occupied that period of time was fear-based media about what's gonna happen to your life if this thing happens next. It true. wasn't that music, no, nobody cared. People, we were watching bands release stuff that was like, dude, this is a great record. And they would release it and like it would fall on its face. And we were just kind of like, whoa, it was kind of, kind of, kind of shocking for us a little bit. It made us, made us do some reevaluation. And uh, in some ways, I'm glad we did. I'm kind of glad we did. I I almost wish we would have pumped out. We did pump out a couple of songs. We did start writing a couple songs then. But um, if I knew it was going to last that long, I probably would have wrote a couple of records during that period of time. <laughs> so you mentioned this, the Joey Sturgis course, okay? And mm-hmm. people that pay versus people that, that don't pay, like you guys are not paying, and how Spotify, you know, they don't want, they, they, they frown on that. And the little guys, they kind of attack more than the big guys. But are the little guys doing it in a way to where it's more bots doing it than maybe professionals putting no. it out there is there a difference i, 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 I don't know that that question's that question's so far above my paid grade <laughs> i don't i can't answer that what's for you. more important is it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how they're cheating the system mm. um when they go to do a show we all know yeah i, I mean here's here's the reality of Spotify. that whole story about the guy who made the fake band and all of a sudden he had all this stuff and all these guarantees and then nobody came because right. right. at the end of the day like if your music isn't good enough it's not good enough. You can spend, I know horrible bands that have huge budgets and no one's buying it. They keep shoveling it out there. They're always on a tour. They always got merch. They always have transportation. They got everything they need, but no one's buying it. You have to have a decent product, which is where we started with a decent product. So when we worked with Spotify, which is what I did before, I worked with radio stations you know, you work with them. You don't buy them. You say, how do I advertise with you? How do I work with you? They will curate playlists and put us on them. We get a, we can find out that we're on 4,600 playlists. Like, I don't have time for that. Like they did that because we curated correctly. So, right, so the right. last time, the last time I checked, we're on 4,844 or 46 playlists. And that was just really by people. I don't even know wow. if that's a big number on um, Spotify. Maybe that's an average number. I don't, I don't know. That's big to me. I don't know. I don't know. I, 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 just, know that, I just know that we've done money. I got a ton of it. <laughs> we've done all of these. We've done some numbers. And the only, um, I think we were on one official Spotify playlist. One. And yeah, we the rest like, people putting them on. The rest, the rest are just people that are like, wow, oh, I really like your band. And yeah. I want to put you on a playlist. And like, to me, um, to me, that that really speaks more volumes than anything else because Most definitely. I, I know that there's people out there that can call industry people and get people on multiple playlists like that right now. I know that. That is a fact. If you know the right people, they'll get you on Spotify playlists like nothing. But for me, it tells me that we're doing something right if the people are believing in the music and the people are putting it on their playlists and they enjoy listening sure. to it when they work out. 
They enjoy listening to it when they go to their gym. They enjoy listening to, you know, a song. Every time I make a new fan, I have this thing where I go on Instagram and I, I make 10 friends a day. I just friend request 10 friends a day on, on our page. And even yesterday, I had two people repost our stuff and go, oh, my God, you guys covered End of Heartache by Kill Switch Engage. And that is, dude, this song is, is freaking amazing. And they just instantly go and started reposting on our stories. I had no idea that was going to happen. And just making yeah. those connections with the people on, on a fundamental root-based level, grassroots sort of level, I think is more sustaining, in my opinion, yeah. for the long game. Because you have to ask yourself, you can play the short game and pay a bunch of money and kind of buy your way in. And that, that may or may not work for you. There's, there's a million ways to um, do something that we consider successful in the music industry. But I think things start with, you know, a great song. And I think it starts with really um, being passionate about what you're doing and believing it and having songs where people feel, feel you. I'm not going to tell you I'm the best vocalist or I can hit the highest note or do that. But I've been told many times they're like, man, I really felt this song. And yeah, to me, that's part. really, that's really what I strive for. I, I want to convey an emotion. I want to invoke you to have an emotion that maybe triggered a trauma or a memory or a healing process for you. And to me, that is success. Those are the emails. Those are the conversations I love having. I don't really give a fuck about numbers, to be honest. I, with you. you know what? Uh, I like where your I like where your yeah. head's at. I mean, your your input definitely. and your thought process on it is spot on. I wish most musicians had that same mental process about what they're doing so congrats kudos to you man that's awesome yeah, definitely thanks, thanks for coming to my ted talk a <laughs> <laughs> little long-winded damn it sam i know you had a uh i have nothing i i, I have nothing. okay you know, i i, I no, actually no, i actually okay, do, I do. Yeah, go ahead. No, I actually, my question was for Matt, just because I am a tattoo artist. So I have to ask you, you took a, what was it? A five-year break between Five Finger and um, Unveil the Strength. Did no. you actually focus? No, you no. didn't? Not from no, 2013 to 2018? I put out two records and one of them got signed to a major deal and toured it oh. into the ground. Oh. Oh, okay. Well, well I, that's I why that, I did. I, yeah. I couldn't figure out what you were doing for those five years. And that's why I figured I'd ask if you were focusing on your tattoo career, just as an in-between, or if that's just kind of like a backup no, thing. The, the tattoo thing came at the trail end of NVIDIA when I was touring NVIDIA. Uh, it was a band I did with some cats in Vegas. And uh, that it was very clear, you know, by the blood spatter on the wall, the band's going nowhere. And that's when I hooked up with Mark, actually. And we I had him come out to a show. And it was more just to interview Mark and get to know him a little bit better and talk to him. Because every time we met was at NAM, and it was just ah, chaos, you know. So right. we got he, he literally sang in his car for me. It was epic. He goes, I can sing this shit, bro. Check it out. And then he just belted out like half the song. I'm like, yeah, you're good. Let's talk as soon as I get home. And and uh, and then, you know, once COVID was coming and I, I, I opened the shop at the end of NVIDIA, the beginning of Unveil the Strength, and I had somebody run it for me for a minute. But it was very evident that they didn't have the experience running companies that I had from my life before bands. And uh, so I, I came in and started running the shop for about two years. And then my mentor looked at me, he goes, if you're going to run a shop, you need to learn. So I said, OK. And I actually took an apprenticeship in my own shop for what turned out to be 18 months because of COVID. 
But like once COVID hit, we just sat around together and, and drew together and worked together yeah. and tattooed each other. And I learned more in that amount of, it would have taken me three years in a chair, you know, to become the artist I am now. And like, it's a never ending it's the most stressful job I've ever had. Like being a rock star was easy. I would get up there and act like a maniac in front of 70,000 people, but they're drunk and not really paying attention to the bass player. So I make a mistake. It's kind of like, whatever. Now, if I mess up your tattoo, I get a picture text message. And you know, like, hey, I don't think this, I don't think this line on this pedal is right. You know, and you go home and you look at your picture and self doubt yourself, but it's that, yeah. you know, that same attitude of, I want to be, I want to be the best I can be. That came from music. That came from, I've never lost an audition ever. Like I always win because I prepare. It's the yeah. same thing. I draw my all my tattoos out on Procreate before I even sit down. And I've done yeah. a thousand butterflies, but yours is unique. <laughs> so I'm going to make sure yours is something. So I'll take a minute and, and sketch it. You know, everything. You just, you prepare. Yeah. Tattooing is a great, a great way to like become a musician. You know, it's just a lot. It's just the, the stakes are a little bit higher. Yeah. It's you know, funny that I you, get lost with it. It's funny that you mentioned, you know, a, a, a wrong line on a pedal, right? That actually, not even lying, I called Don on the line that was on a leaf next to a pedal. And I was like, does that line look right to you? And, yeah. she, and, and she was like, don't worry about it. We're fixing that whole thing anyway. She did this big cover up for me. She's like, it's it not a But it's funny he literally had a crap he had a crap tattoo and I was reworking it to bring it back to life. And we he didn't did. make it through the whole session, the whole session. And so, yeah, one little, little thing was poking out, which was not going to be there once I was done with it. But yeah. And it's not there anymore. Well, I think it's yeah. OCD right there. Your mistake. Yeah, it happens. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Humans, it happens. It's the worst thing in the world. And as soon as you do it, you just wipe and, and, you know, <laughs> Yeah, yeah you, your brain has to work on knowing how to fix because even people can move on you and then, you know, you'll have a mess up because somebody moved or jerked on you. So you have to know how to fix anything on the fly. So yeah. it's like yeah. playing with a guitar player who can't tune his guitar. So you <laughs> the song and be like, bro, like, come on, like I'm doing this. You can do it. <laughs> right. We're going to we're going to play your newest song. It's called Foundations. Hell but yeah. before we do, I do want to remind everyone out there, since we're on the subject, this episode is brought to you by Ink Nation, a tattoo festival, February, or tattoo convention, February 2024, the 23rd to the 25th, here in Oklahoma City, hosted by myself and Don. And it right is a rock and tattoo Evans Blue coming. We got all kinds of bands that are going to be playing acoustic performances at the convention but let's get to the song Foundations right now by the band's Unveil the Strength. Let's go. So long, I feel like you're choking. I've been lied 
I do love this show, and I, the reason why I like doing this is we went from Taylor Swift to hip hop, playing some punk rock, then we've been back into metal music, and so we, you know, we hit all. Well, I would say the biggest challenge we didn't talk about country at all, though. I do want to ask: Do you guys plan on coming out with a music video for that song, or do you guys just plan on keeping it the way it is, just like that? I, w- I would love to. Um, you know, it's just it's a time constraint, and for us to do videos, it's flights as well we live in different parts of the country so yeah we try and do stuff like when we get back to austin which is our home base mark has a huge network of really talented people there um it's where we do most of our work and uh we can we've done deals where we pass through we got a day off we pop in and record you know and do a video or something like that so that's kind of the the journey that we're gonna have to do to finish videos for the rest of the record the goal was to always have a video for every song which is unrealistic but you always set your goals high and uh, we have some new stuff coming out very soon. We're super excited about it. It's gorgeous. Like, it's great. It's, you'll see. Yeah, this is, this say, is actually the first, the first song ahead. we've released um, without a visual of some sort. Yeah. Okay. And, um, and some of that's budget. Some of that's timing. Um, like Matt said, to reinforce that, like, ideally, we're in such a visual world, right? People want to see what you're doing. It's no longer listen. It's, well, what's the art with the music what's the message being conveyed and um i don't know I, I i wish we could have made a video i truly do it's such a it's such an amazing tune it's very have you powerful. guys heard of the stuff called ai and green screen <laughs> it's amazing it's amazing yeah but why do I mean, that but why do that why why it's like eating soiling because you have it's a like, visual you have a visual i'm not gonna sit here and lie about it and, and cheating. Say, I mean, Ronnie, green. Ronnie just did it. It just got a whole bunch of stuff. There's no, I'm actually, I'm actually a big, I'm actually a big fan of AI. It's actually something I want to explore later and in the yeah. future. But just right now, um, there's still a little bit of a learning curve with it. And I don't, <clears throat> excuse me, I don't think it's quite there. And I've actually, I'm kind of waiting for some of these video guys to get better at it. It's almost over that cusp. I, I, I know what I you're agree. saying. I yes. agree. Yeah, as soon as as soon as that happens, that's absolutely something I want to take advantage of. Like, I bought a green screen. Matt has a green screen. It's certainly not anything we don't have on the table. We've actually been talking about it a lot. But for this, shots fired, rounds down range, songs already out. Yeah, I I I I say you know you guys come to our tattoo convention and shoot the music video there. That's what I recommend. That's what I recommend you guys. What did he say? As long as I can work. Oh yeah, there. yeah, you got to work too. Yeah, you got to work definitely. there also. Yeah, you got to work definitely. there. We'll get, we'll get you, we'll get you a booth if you if you come on and we do acoustic. We're doing acoustic music only. But anyways, I I think even without a video, the song speaks for itself. Great song, great recording. You guys sound mm-hmm. good. Um, never mind about Don saying I don't like Five Finger Death Punch. That's between me and Five Finger Death Punch. Hey, and God. I don't God. like him either. Right. <laughs> no, 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 no one in this conversation is a fan of that band. So. Okay, good, good, good. I, um, I, that's why I called you out because I knew you were I've, I've never, I've never been, I've honestly never been a fan. I don't know why. I just, I'm like, eh, it's okay. It's all right. I don't, I'm not sold on it because you know, I know there's still millions of albums, one of the best metal bands in the world. But to me, I'm it's like, fine. I like fine. you probably have a good relationship with your parents. Yeah. <laughs> I, I did. I did. I did have a good relationship with my parents. Yeah. Lies. That's a big lie right there. Big Not lie. A lie. Ooh, my mom's gonna kick your butt, dude. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Do you do you have drywall issues? Drywall, like like 
Like wall? no. Do you have drywall issues? <laughs> like you punch drywall? No. Then that no, band's not for you. <laughs> I knew where she was going with that. Well, I only have one of their songs on my playlist. And that's just oh. because of the lyrics. I relate to them. It's not because of anything else. I would never go see them live or anything like that. I wouldn't say I'm a fan. It's just yeah. literally oh, the lyrics. You wouldn't song. see Un Unveil the Strength live or? or uh, no, no, Five Finger. Them live. Yeah, yeah, no, oh, no, we'll of course I would live. see them. I'm talking about I wouldn't see Five Finger live. Come to the oh, tattoo okay. convention. We're going to see them. Okay, that's so right. Let's, let's, do, um, let's, get, let's get your website and where people can buy your merch before we get out of here. Uh, yeah, uh, unveilthestrength.com. Just go to our store. There's merch available right now. Uh, come catch us on tour, and we'll have a different set of merch available at the show. We also, uh, during COVID, what we did do is we did release a couple of limited edition coffees. And in the oh, future, there will be more coffees, an unstoppable nice. Costa Rican blend. Ooh, you got decaf? And a warm salt. Yeah. Me too, me too. A war inside us all dark roast. That so, is so cool. That, that, if, you, what, what, if you scan, if you scan this little code right here, it'll actually take you to our music. So no, I, I thought uh, it would have it's marks that's only we're probably fans. have exclusively available at shows, but uh there's two more coffees we, we want to release. Probably when's your year. when's your tour? Yeah, when's your tour? Ooh, I don't know if we can um, say we, anything. We're leaving in two and a half weeks. We're not allowed to okay. announce because we're the support. You can't say where we're hold going on, or what on, we're doing. On, shut that. I'm sorry. That, that's just, just a well, bunch if you of come down, right if there. You come down two and a half weeks, part. and you can't hold on. You can't start. announce it, and you leave in two and a half weeks. You know, and I know that's you're way behind promo time for that. Oh, oh you oh, we think? Know. You think? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got the routing that, that won't let you announce yeah. that you leave in two. I, and I half got weeks. the routing today. All I can tell you is we start on uh, October 22nd in Little Rock, Arkansas. Okay, okay. there well, you if go. If you find your way around Oklahoma, let me know, and I will be no there. They're not going to come through Oklahoma. No one goes through Oklahoma. I have to put. It, I have to put it out there just in case. <laughs> That's true. You don't understand as booking agents me. in Oklahoma. It's a hard place, and no one picks up the phone. Okay, or the email. well, close close to Oklahoma, I may drive. This depends. Tulsa. Arkansas, oh, is. is it Arkansas? Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. You can no. also check out. You can also check out www.ink-nation.com if you are interested in the tattoo convention. If you're interested in getting a tattoo, tattedbydon.com is where you want to go to uh, visit her. And you know, since we're on that subject, Matt, go ahead and name your shop where it's located. Up, oh, and he. Oh, uh, my is. shop is my religion tattoo. Yeah, My Religion Tattoo in Reno, Nevada, in Midtown, next to Noble Pie Pizza. Everyone in town knows there you it. Go. Nice. All right. I can't miss us. That, we have an ask for it. every seat. Yeah. <laughs> you guys stay up. Please stay right there until after the outro song plays. I do want to thank everyone that listens to The Loud Spot. We're on all audio platforms. Uh, and our website is, what is our website? Theloudspot.com? Dot net. Dot net. You do have the dot com. Man. Have loudspot.com. That's a whole other story because Sam screwed something up. So you have loudspot.com or the loudspot.net. That's all the time we got today. Stay out there after the outro song plays. Please peace out, rock on, and much love. This is the loudspot outro by nothing short of tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loudspot with
with Sebastian. The nothing short of tragic happens back again. Does everything that's good really have to end? A big post has to pimp show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.